time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Paul is back. (laughs) You just come and go with the wind. It does feel like that sometimes. (laughs) Well, we're happy to have you back uh, because a lot of people may have noticed we're making a slow and steady jump into video, Paul. Hyperspace. I know. Hyperspace. Hit it, so, yeah. All right, more to come on that. Today is Wednesday, May 24th. This is the morning briefing. Gold sold off as the Asian physical markets were closing down for the afternoon yesterday and bottomed after the London AM fix at $1,956 per ounce. But around 6.15 a.m. New York time, Gold's engines ignited and launched the price up to 1978 through the NYSE close, where it flatlined into the afternoon Globex trading settlement. Silver followed a similar trading path as gold, only, as usual, the path took much wider swings. Poor man's gold bottomed out at $23.25 per ounce, from where it launched up to $23.78, before dropping back to the high of $23.50 and settling at $23.59. The Mining Stock Journal said it was not clear what factors might have driven the trading action in the two monetary metals, although it appears that the debt ceiling debate in Washington may be starting to rattle the markets, so perhaps hedge funds were using gold and silver futures as flight to safety assets. Though both metals were green for the day before, the mining stocks were lower in correlation with the stock market. The TDX declined 0.69%. After looking at some ratio charts yesterday, the Mining Stock Journal noted that in relation to both the S&P 500 and the price of gold, the mining stocks in general are cheaper now than at any time in the last 22 years. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Bunker Hill announced an upsized and improved $67 million project finance package with Sprott Private Resource Streaming and Royalty, which will enable the completion of the Bunker Hill mine restart and achieve first concentrate production by the end of next year. The package consists of a $46 million multi-metal stream expected to be funded in June this year and a commitment for a $21 million new debt facility that will be available for draw subject to certain terms and conditions for two years at the company's election, including the previously funded $8 million royalty convertible debenture, $6 million Series 1 convertible debenture, and $15 million Series 2 convertible debenture. Sprott Streaming's total commitment to the Bunker Hill mine restart would increase to $96 million. 
In addition to the financing, Tech has also exercised its option to acquire all of the zinc and lead concentrate production from the Bunker Hill mine for a five-year period. Bunker Hill trades on the CSE with the symbol BNKR. Banyan Gold reported an updated resource estimate for the Oryx and McQuiston properties and its Ormac property in Yukon, Canada. It now hosts an inferred resource of 312.9 million tonnes, grading 0.61 grams per tonne gold, the 6.2 million ounces, in three near or on-surface deposits, called Airstrip, Powerline and Oryx Hill, an increase of over 2 million ounces from its 2022 estimate. Banyan has already drilled some 15,000 metres more subsequent to this update, so it looks like there will be more to come. The resource is reported at a cutoff grade of 0.25 grams per tonne gold for the airstrip and power line deposits and 0.3 grams per tonne for the Oryx Hill, using a gold price of $1,800 per ounce. Banyan Gold trades on the TSXV under BYN and on the OTCQB under BYAGF. I think they added 2 million ounces in over... Well, just under a year, Paul. I remember last year I talked to Tara Christie about when they reached 4 million ounces. Wow. Keeps, yeah. Keeps plugging away. Wow. All right. Enduro Metals says they have reached a significant milestone in the company's understanding of the burgundy copper gold porphyry discovery at the Newmont Lake project, thanks to the successful completion of the inaugural geological model. Burgundy is interpreted to sit in a 20-kilometer northeast-southwest structural corridor comprising of complex series of transarc geological structures believed to be the controlling feature of the copper-gold mineralization found in multiple locations along the trend. The new understanding has highlighted two additional areas of interest along the copper line. The first was identified by review of historical assessment reports, which reported up to 21.5% copper and 880 grams per tonne silver on surface. That's approximately five kilometers southwest of Burgundy along the Copper Line. The second area of interest, it's called the Orange Prospect, is a ghostiness prospect to the northeast of Burgundy. And we'll try to follow up with the company on this one here as soon as we can. Enduro Metals trades on the Venture Exchange with ENDR and on the OTCQB with ENDMF. Discovery Silver announced results from 23 feasibility study drill holes on its Cordero Silver project in Chihuahua in Mexico. These reserve expansion drill holes will be incorporated into a feasibility study and resource update planned for the first half of next year. Highlights included 41 meters grading 63 grams per tonne silver, 0.9 grams per tonne gold, 1.2% lead and 2.7% zinc for a 197 grams per tonne silver equivalent in hole 688. Drilling in the South Corridor continues to demonstrate potential to improve grade and convert waste to ore within the reserve pits. Drilling in the North Corridor, confirmed the tenor of mineralization at Pozo de Plata, diminishes to the northwest as predicted. Feasibility study drilling is nearing completion, following which it will start testing multiple targets identified by field programs. Discovery Silver trades on the TSX under DSV and on the OTCQX under DSVSF. Elemental Altus Royalties published its operating and financial results for the first quarter of this year. The company hit a record revenue tag of $2.8 million. That's up 28% compared to Q1 last year. And they also received record gold equivalent ounces of 2,016 ounces. That's up 76% compared to the same period last year. Elemental Altus Royalties trades on the venture with ELE 
and on the OTCQX with ELEMF. McEwen Mining repaid 25 million US dollars of its senior secured debt to Sprott Resource Lending, which means Sprott is no longer a lender to the company. Concurrent with the repayment, the senior secured debt was amended and restated in the amount of $40 million, bearing monthly interest at 9.75% per annum, and a $15 million promissory note was extinguished. As a result, McEwen Mining's annual borrowing costs will decrease by about $2.2 million, or about 36%. The company's sole lender is now its chair and chief owner, Rob McEwen. The debt reduction was funded through the sale of McEwen Copper shares to Stellantis and Newton. McEwen Mining trades on the New York Stock Exchange and Toronto Stock Exchange under MUX. And finally, Copper Mountain Mining announced results from the first four drill holes of its 2023 exploration program at the Copper Mountain Mine in British Columbia. Hole 897 intersected the highest grade and most gold-rich copper gold mineralization yet discovered at New Ingerbell and extended the mineralized zone 200 meters below the current resource with a highlight of 191 meters, grading 0.45% copper, 0.32 grams per ton gold, and 0.41 grams per ton silver for a 0.66% copper equivalent. It also included 104 meters, grading 1% copper equivalent. This year's exploration program is designed to test seven target areas within the northwest trending Copper Mountain New Ingerbell Mineralized Corridor, where multiple historical drill holes end in copper gold mineralization, and geological data suggests the mineralizing system extends well below the current known resource. Copper Mountain Mining trades on the TSX with CMMC. They also have an ASX listing with C6C. All right, Paul. That's a wrap here today. We'll be back, uh, I guess, later today with some more corporate updates and some market analysis. Cool stuff. All right. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by your friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.